0: Recent greeting from the sign of the rising sun. This is your boy, Mon Quay. And this is Stefan. And we're back with uh, the Bond Council Podcast, episode 52. Hope all has been well. It's been a minute. We're back at
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Back to it.
0: I'll let you go ahead and get it started.
1: All right um well, I guess like for me like the past week or so um, like I've said like this the past several uh, episodes it's just been like the same it's just been like the same uh, routine for me in terms of uh, well, my uh, in terms of my day to day operating. We're operating from home with everything, and just been working late um, several days. Well, a couple days out the week seems like been working on the weekend on things, and this weekend, this uh, weekend in particular, I didn't work. I've just been uh just been trying to relax, just uh. Again, just uh, catching up on stuff that I've been wanting to watch. And, yeah, that's just been the main thing with me over the course of the past week. It's just just been the same old. Um, looking back – well, I'm looking forward to, in the coming week, getting back on, like, a different schedule in terms of uh, going out more uh, – I was thinking about returning to the gym since it's about to start to cool down and stuff. And the gym's been open for a while now, so I've been thinking I'm probably about to start back going to add that into my uh, my routine because other than that, uh, I'm not really going many places uh, unless I have to go to like, the office to like drop off some stuff, some paperwork or go to the grocery store or something like that, but yeah adding in the gym would be something good since i don't interact with that many people face to face uh anymore at least right well for the the the, well for the 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 most part i don't unless i'm going out into like a grocery store or something like that so yeah i think that'd be good um but yeah man I, i i think uh like I, like we've said before, I think, you know, things are, uh, more things are starting to open back up and stuff. Um, I was looking forward to, like, the park reopening, like, a couple weeks ago, so I can go back to the park and stuff. But I haven't, I didn't check it this past week to see if, like, they put the rims back up and stuff like that. But just trying to get back in the routine of doing stuff uh, outdoors and whatnot and just moving forward. But then again, it's like I got the the uh, message from my manager. She was saying how we're probably still going to be doing this same thing in terms of working from home all the way through October, the end of October. So that will mean I would have officially worked. If it's through the end of October, that's over seven months that I've just been home. Like every day. Just working from home unless I gotta go in the office and turn the paperwork and not that much interaction with people face to face and stuff. So it's uh it's a new way, it's a new way of life for now, but I think things will are, are gonna start to go back well going to, not go back to the way they were, but going to like a new, a new adapted way of of living or mindset at least you know certain places there's already a bunch of people just going back to doing what they were doing before and where we're at it's starting to go get that way but it's just taking a little longer um but yeah man i gotta i gotta do something man you know because it's like over the course of these six six months um it's just i you know just have a lot of just energy, just a lot of built-up energy. And I've just been inside for the most part. And it's like, damn, what do I do to get this energy out? You know, um, whether it be play video games or record some music or something or, you know, um, exercise. But then it just becomes, it gets to the point, it's like, damn, it's just rec- it's just you you feel um you feel boxed in at, at times. So that's why I I try to make I try sure that I go outside, you know, uh and to go for walks throughout the week and whatnot. But man, I feel like once things uh start to transition back into how it was before or adapt into a new way, I feel like that it's gonna be it's gonna be refreshing, in a sense, you know, um, to go back out and do things that we were doing before, and we won't take it as uh, take it for granted like we did uh, before this happened. So I look forward to the the future.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of stuff is, was you know, some key things are going to change, uh, you know, because of uh, this pandemic. And like, you know, that's like personal hygiene and that's just hygiene, like out in public. You know, I think it's going to be a bigger emphasis on that already. Um, but, you know, I'm glad everything's been well for yourself. I know for me, I just, you know, not necessarily the same routine. It's not the same routine, but it's like, you know, slowly adjusting to, you know, different, different things, um, that's changing within the job and just, you know, how, uh, how things are going with it, with stuff slowly opening back up. That's what it feels like. Stuff is just slowly opening back up. Um, you know, you got sports, the, you know, that big distractions coming back. It feels like, you know, it, I mean, man, like this, this weekend was, you know, in full effect with the football, football and basketball and everything. Uh, baseball, golf, they had like, man, that, that it was, yeah, it's been crazy. And, you know, it's, it feels like fall too. So it's like, we been going on this long journey, and you know, now we like almost in October. It's like crazy, like it really is if you think about it. But you know, slowly opening back up. Um, you know, for me, I've looked at other units and stuff. I had a couple of interviews, um but you know, not really in a hurry or anything. We're just gonna kind of weigh my options and see how that goes. But right now, I'm still kind of keeping up with the same routine and. You know, trying to, you know, s- adjust to stuff opening back up because, you know, it is a lot of energy that's been built up, you know. I kind of I kind of looked at it the same way, too, like, just kind of, you know, just building up this energy, like, waiting for shit to open back up. And once it opens back up, I think it's, you know, like you said, going to be refreshing. And it's going to be like it was before, but I don't think it's going to it's not going to be just like this, locked down like this and shit, you know. But, you know – interesting to see how, how things continue to change. Um, but you know, for me just continue to just grind and stay on my purpose for right now and then adapt with the changes, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure, man. Um, but yeah, like you said, it was, a uh, an event, an eventful, uh, weekend, uh, in terms of sports, um, Mainly for me, I've just been seeing the stuff uh, with, like, the the, the the NBA playoffs. And, yeah, that, that was interesting to see how that, that worked out with, uh, like, the, the Clippers getting bounced in the second round. And now the Lakers are up 2-0 to the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. And the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics there in the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's tied 1-1 right now. But it's looking like, you know, it's it was written, LeBron's going to get his fourth ring. Because everybody was expecting them to go against the Clippers, you know, in the Battle of L.A. Uh, Western Conference Finals, but it wasn't in the script. So LeBron's about to get an easy pass to the his fourth ring. I mean, AD just hit a fucking fadeaway three-pointer for a game winner tonight. LeBron's not even LeBron. the best player on his team anymore. If we keep it in a bu- well, sometimes he, he plays like he's not the best player anymore. I still think he's the best player in the world right now. Because um, the, the way that Giannis choked, the way that Kawhi choked, I don't think you can really debate it at this point uh, for how, how long he's been in the league and how he's been able to be so productive uh, continuously throughout with no drop off. This year, he's finally got teammates that he don't got to do everything. He doesn't got to lead the team in every category anymore. He because he's got AD, who's a top three player in the league. If you wanna, if we wanna debate that, and he's hitting fadeaway three pointers to win the game and shit. So he's about to get his fourth ring. And um, yeah, I'm just. It was shocking, man. It was shocking to see the the Clippers go out like that. That's why I I replied. I sent you that. I sent you that, uh, that tweet about it, about Doc Rivers, because I remember you had talked about how you thought he was overrated like a while ago and come to find out he's the only coach in NBA history to have blown three, three to one leads in playoff series. And, he won a championship in 2008 with the Boston Celtics, which was, you know, that was great. But it's like, at some point, it's like, come on now, like, the dude hasn't proven. He hasn't proven anything since then. You know, he's been a disappointment. Um, And, you know, all the jokes with like, <laughs> with uh, Pandemic P and shit. I don't know if you've seen that, but the way they were killing him on the Twitter, uh. That man might not come back the same next season because he was struggling so bad. And they, they like, choked super bad. It's interesting because some people are saying it might be the biggest uh, choke in NBA history because they were so – everybody was expecting them to go to the finals or at least be right there neck and neck with, like – the lakers to do so and they just choked it away against the nuggets but hey we talked about the nuggets in the uh, previous podcast and we talked about how good they are and stuff so you know whoever right whoever's writing the script man you know they, they they throwing in some plot twists so i found that interesting i don't know if you've seen any of that oh and they were making a big deal about lebron's son um he he posted on it he's been he has been posting some questionable stuff on social media he just posted uh the video after they they had won the first game against the nuggets he posted a video of him smoking weed on instagram <laughs> I'm like bro what the fuck like I'm like dude i like why would he i was like why would he post that and then I'm thinking to myself it's like People, they, everybody making jokes like, yeah, LeBron's going to beat his ass when he get home and shit. But I'm like, bro, like this dude is so, I don't, I can't even imagine living like that at that certain, at such a young age. It's like, he don't give a shit what his dad would do. Like, cause he knows dad ain't going to probably do anything other than just tell him, you know, chill out on social media. Because he's already won. He's already set for life, regardless if he makes it to the NBA, which he will make it to the NBA. Like That's without a doubt going to happen because that's a part of the narrative, which I find interesting. That's what LeBron was saying when he got mad. He was mad that Giannis won back-to-back MVPs, and he only got 16 uh, first-ballot ballot votes, I think, or whatever. First-place votes. He was saying there's always a narrative. Always a narrative. He kept repeating that. He said, you know, it's a narrative. I don't agree. You know, it's weird the way they do it. You know, and even one of the players he mentioned, Devontae Graham, who plays for Charlotte Hornets, he said, you know, this dude went from four points to 17 points in a year. And you telling me he's not most improved player? And even Devontae Graham was like, yeah, you know, I I, I agree with what LeBron's saying, he's, he, but he's weird as hell, pretty much. Like, he he was like, it's weird, but. You know, Bron weird, but, you know, I agree with what he's saying. <laughs> you, finally got, like you finally got players calling this nigga out, bro. You finally got players, like, not looking at him as like, oh, I can't say shit about LeBron. Like, like you know, he, he called him weird on uh, Twitter, you know, weird as hell or whatever the way he was speaking, you know, but it made sense what he was saying.
0: It's, it's like it, it, Le, Le, this dude LeBron is cringe, like he's making is cringe, and like they're looking at him being weird, like the polar opposite of like how they're looking at Kyrie. That's so weird. it's so interesting to me. Like these mother, like I, people are like really, they're not buying that bullshit. Like LeBron is fake as hell, man. It's like everything he has to say comes from a script. It's not from him. It's like something out of his corner is making him do all that shit, man. Like. Yeah. And, you know, me, me personally, I ain't really been keeping up with the, like, I watched, I watched the, you know, uh, NFL and a couple college games. Well, I think I watched one college game. I watched the NFL. Um, but, I mean, it's, and I watched MLB too. And I want to speak on something about it. I saw with that. But, you know, with the, with NFL and some of the basketball, I haven't really saw a lot of basketball game, but I saw like highlights and stuff. And, different breakdowns and stuff like that. But it just seems like a lot of this stuff is just so much more scripted, in my opinion. Like, it's so much more scripted to the point where it's hard for me to even watch this shit, man. Like, it really is. That's what it feels like to me. Like, I don't know, I might just be, just be losing interest or... I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like they're hitting us with all kinds of different narratives, like LeBron said, which is weird, why he had to come out talking about somebody using a narrative against him when it's really him playing along with all these overall narratives that's going on. Like that shit is just so odd. And it's like every time this motherfucker gets on on the, on the mic, he's got something to say politically. It's like the damn, the, it's the NBA and and the NFL, like all, all the professionals, um, sports have turned into like big ass political theater, basically. Yeah. It's like, it's politics now. And like, that's made me a lot more uncomfortable as well. Like I'm like looking at this shit. Like, why the fuck? Like, I, like I we should want our leaders to speak on this stuff. But when it comes to these motherfuckers playing in the NBA bubble, like they should be focused on the game right now. If they're playing, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I agree. these motherfuckers should be focused on the game. Like, it shouldn't be. They shouldn't be forced to have to take a knee. They shouldn't be forced to have to wear you know these different messages that not everybody in our community agree on. Like. This, you know, you see the, you see what the fuck, like I'm, I'm a, this just got me uncomfortable, man. It's got me so uncomfortable. It's hard to watch a lot of this shit. Like, I feel like a lot of, um, you know, the messages and what they're saying is like political. It's, it's driven. It's like a, it's a different script, I guess. It's yeah. like it's something. That's what it feels like. It's a different script, and it, like the script now is like, wow, it's just, boy, it's a lot more political. Like everything that come out the comment, every other thing that come out the commentator's mouth, like. You know, then what they with these quote unquote certain stars so they got these certain s- stars propped up that supposed to have these all superior opinions and really what these motherfuckers are saying the majority of quote unquote black people don't even really agree with which is interesting and this goes back to what you were saying about people calling LeBron out because it's like everything he's saying is like fake. It's fake. And everybody knows he's gonna win the ring and it's like it's, this shit is getting so weird, you know. It's getting weird. It's getting weird. It's looking weird, and it's getting weird. And you know they all trying to throw little tidbits in the script, but it's like we just have this gut feeling that, you know, with especially with Kawhi, which I mean that just that shit just looked weird. If the Clippers just all of a sudden can't hit shit. Bro, did you,
1: dude? That shit looked like it looked like it was a fucking Space Jam two promo. Like the Mon, like the sense. Monstars took their powers, bro. Because these niggas literally didn't make a shot for, like, seven, eight minutes straight, felt like. Like, they were just bricking on tops of bricks. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Because, like, something just told me to watch that game. Like, I just, I, I, I didn't watch the entire game. I, I started watching it in, like, the third quarter because I, I was like, oh, yeah, it's the seventh, uh, it's the um, game seven. So I'm like, yeah, let me watch this shit. I was expecting the Clippers to win, but, bro, they were just putting up brick after brick. And it's like Kawhi was just like – he didn't even seem like the same player that he, he used to be. You know, he he usually was. Some of the shots he was taking and stuff, and it's like he was forcing shots and shit. He doesn't force shots at all. That's not the type of player he is. He's patient on offense. And and Paul George, they killed him. Pandemic P. Brad, they – the way he got destroyed on social media, I don't know if he – if he even want to play anymore, he might fucking retire early or some shit. Like, Brad, like, the way he was shooting, like, it was crazy, dude. It's a part of his script, man. That's what it is.
0: I mean, that's what it feels like, you know? It feels like, but it feels like, you know, for me, it feels like we can see it. And just, in my opinion, from what I can get out of, even just the Clippers losing, I, can, I start seeing a narrative of, like, how they talk about how much how you know Kawhi literally they just literally diminished everything he did with Toronto and then I like basically propping up Nick Nurse the coach for the Raptors which I actually I mean I think he's I think he's actually a pretty good coach but I think they're giving him too much credit they're giving him too much credit and this makes it look like he's he's like a, a mastermind of a head coach when he's not really a mastermind at all like I don't understand the NBA like like, I don't get it. I don't really understand that shit. Any of these niggas can coach LeBron and they're going to look like a motherfucking mastermind. Anybody can coach a nigga like Kawhi in the right setting and they're going to look like a mastermind. And I think, you know, I don't know, I'm just thinking oddly plays into a script to set them niggas up to probably get the ring next year, but for LeBron to get this shit this year. I know I think I've said it like a way, 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 way back. I'm pretty sure I said it on one of the podcasts, but, you know, I've said it a couple times before where... You know, it could possibly for the first five years of this decade be, you know, L.A., be like Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, Clippers for like the next four, four or five years before LeBron get out of here, you know, every other year type shit. But I don't know. I, don't, I, who, knows? I don't know. who knows? I don't know.
1: I don't know, dude, because, um, I mean, definitely it didn't go expected, in my opinion, like, it didn't go the way I thought it would go, um, you know, in terms of the results, you know, the playoffs right now. But, again, it's like that moniker. It's a whole new game, you know. That's what they they say now. The, the That's what the bubble is. So, it's different. And some different shit happened. And, uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting to see what will happen with it moving forth. But, um forward but yeah
0: I, I wanted to I wanted to add one more thing to it before you know we moved on. Uh just I wanted to add you know your I'll, I'll ask you ask you your thought on this. Like so you know I've noticed what I've what I've noticed about like pictures and like clips and shit on like these certain sports but that they have these sayings um you know even like on the back of the helmets like Black Lives Matter and racism. Like what I'm thinking is like are they gonna just take this shit away next year? Like, are they going to do, like, are they going to keep this shit up? You see what I mean? Yeah. Like, are they going to, like, you see how weird this shit about to get? I
1: mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um Like, it, they can't keep I, this I, shit I, up, bro. I don't know that, what they're going so to do with that. But <laughs> I do, I do see people every day. Um I do see people every day, like, well, it's, it feels like it every week, mentioning Breonna Stewart. Um No, Brianna Taylor. Ba- My bad, Breonna Taylor, um, you know, saying arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Like um, a football, a woman's uh, football team. Uh, and when I say football, I'm talking about how America, we say soccer, but it's actually football. American, uh, a woman's football team, they all came out with uh, Breonna Taylor shirts on and for that mat before that match today. And then you see. People like in tennis, like uh, Naomi Osaka, she was wearing like these different uh, masks that said like victims of a uh, pro- police, police brutality, and uh, Brianna Taylor was one of them. And Brianna Taylor's family just got paid a settlement of twelve million dollars. Um, which I mean, there what what's the value of a life at the end of the day? You know, no amount of money is going to bring back that person that was taken away and um they but yet but yet they still haven't arrested the cops you know they just yeah
0: and the, the, this like all this shit is being done like all the extra shit and this is what makes me even more pissed off it's like all this extra shit is being done but yet they're not really doing what they need what they need to do one and two what i want to ask is how many people like how many people have innocently been murdered since beyond a t- like how many people have been murdered since then? Like this shit is still going on, and what I want to ask people is why are they? All right, it's all about how you look at it. But what I'm thinking is why are they focusing this shit on one or a handful of cases? You know what I mean? Like
1: why? It's, like why? Well, it's, it's it's like the it's like that the, the saying with like black entertainers. It's like there can only be one. There can only be one. At, there can only be one at a time. That is given the focus, like uh, co- uh, comedy with, like uh, you know, Kevin Hart had his a long period of time where he was the man. Before him, Cat Williams. Before him, fucking Chris Rock. Now you got Dave Chappelle being the main black comedian, uh, and that it it, it goes it, it it falls right in line with that. It's like just focusing on one. There can only be one. There can only be one at a time. Um, mm-hmm. and the story it fits a it, it fits a narrative you know I think that might be the that might be the um, title of this podcast narrative because uh, Brianna Taylor it fits the narrative what I'm looking at she was a cop she was a cop that was involved in some drug she was she was involved in drug dealing and stuff uh and more to that. There's a lot more to that. And these cops came in and they killed her in her home. Uh her boy, I think her boyfriend was there, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, drug dealer, black woman, cop, it all comes together for this this story that the media uh was eating up and people are still calling for action. You know, against those police officers, but instead, what's happened is that they're just going to pay off the, the family, which they just did with these twelve million dollars, and probably just they they they're probably going to try to they're, they're hoping that people will just move past it, you know, just move past it. But we'll see, we'll see what comes with it. But yeah, like 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 you said though, yes, it's, it all uh, fits a narrative.
0: You know, it's going to sound 10-4 haddish, you know, but it just seems like, you know, to me, a lot of the shit they, they choose the same type of cases in the same type of situations, you know. It's always a quote-unquote black victim that is always ambiguous to where, you know, certain people can look at it as that person being negative but whereas you can look at it on one end, from our perspective, as they were being gunned down and murdered in, innocently. Like, I mean, it's just so weird to me, man. Like, it just seems like it's the same shit. Really if you think about it it seems like it's the same shit if you really look at it just the same overall premise of the script the script is just different
1: yeah and
0: it's just different little details
1: yeah and i heard my um i was walking i was walking uh down the stairs at my apartment i heard my neighbor talking um cuz right when i walked down the stairs his door is right beside the the stair uh the staircase and I could hear him talking, and I overheard him saying, "You know, he was asking his—I think his roommate. This is black dude that's always there. Work—I think he works with him or whatever." And I heard, I overheard him. they were listening to that little baby song, um, "The Bigger Picture." And he was like, "Yo, so what do you think about? How do you feel?" He asked him, "How do you feel as like a black man being in society and what about what's going on with like the social justice?" And um, with like the Black Lives Matter movement, and he asked them that, and I couldn't hear what the other dude said, but then I heard him say something along the lines of, "Yeah, he's like, you know, I'm here for. I I do agree with getting justice for people, but I feel like Black people, to an extent, are so easily manipulated by the media, and they continue." And I'm paraphrasing to continue to go down this line of just believing what the media says and just goes with it. you know, um with each of these cases, it's the same thing. like you said, it's a cycle. And to an extent, I do agree with what he said when I heard that. Um, it is a it is a cycle of these these cases we keep hearing about of uh these black lives being taken. And it's the same thing with, like, the protests happening and, uh, you know, hashtags, protests happen, media gets a hold of it, protests continue, video footage is released, protests increase, riots start to happen, looting happens, media blames looters. Um, you got these, uh, conservatives looking at these, uh, looking at looters and protesters as animals, name calling, all this stuff. It all continues. And then eventually a settlement comes and then on to the next case. That's what it seems like to me with each of these, um, each of these cases and, I do believe it's some it's a, it's, a, it's a it's psyops it's psyops that are happening, um, and we fall right into it every time. You know, we fall right into what the media's um, game every time. It's yeah, it's fucked up that we that we see ourselves our reflections of these people. We see ourselves in them. We, it could be us gunned down and it's the same shit over and over to the point it makes you just want to go insane. But it's like, we got to do something. If we want something to change, we have to do something different because we've tried, we've tried these uh, protesting for 60 plus years. Um, You know, we've done, we've done the violence you can look at the riots, like the L.A. riots in the 90s, Detroit. You know, um, we've done that. The looting, we've done that. Yeah, people are going to loot. They're fucking pissed off. Some people don't give a shit about the movement and just do it just because. Some people just do it because they're so angry and they they want to release that energy that's built up inside of them. So this is how they do it. You know, these businesses aren't black-owned anyway, so who gives a fuck at the end of the day? They don't give a fuck about us. So, who gives a shit if they get their shit stolen? You know? um, And yeah, man, it's like, we gotta do something different. We we need a new game plan. Because it feels like, you know, history does repeat itself, and we're repeating ourselves, and people are pushing to vote uh, come November. There's already some places where you can vote early and stuff. But it's like, it's the same thing, man. You, what, what, what gives at the end of the day? In my opinion, I only see one way. I only see one way that we get these these certain changes. Well, you know what? I take that back because there are certain cities, like in our state, Asheville, just uh, defunded their police department by over seven hundred thousand dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Asheville is one of the most liberal cities in America, and that plays into this as well. Just the liberal mindset. Um, but in my opinion, the only way we can get it to a point to where we see less of these police brutality events happen is uh, the we gotta we gotta band together and we got to find a way to police our own. You know, we don't have we don't we got we, we don't have a community at the end of the day. We're at odds with each other over trivial things most of the time. And if we don't if we don't band together and find a way to police ourselves, then what's going to happen is going to continue to happen with these police bru- police brutality um events. And that's just that's just how I think about it from from that standpoint. And even to go further about wanting to, you know, own stuff, that's a whole nother conversation. But if we were to even get into that, we would need to band together and take it back. In my opinion, that's the only way I, I don't see no way of um, voting somebody in office or you know what? Yeah. Voting somebody in office. But we have to have like, our own political party to do that, which we've talked about before. And that will be, I mean, that could, who knows how long that could take to build up to, to one day to where it is effective. Maybe generations removed, like three, four generations down the line before we see some actual change. But the way we're going about it now, I don't see, I don't see a positive with it at the end of the day. I mean, I, I just, it's just neutral to me um, because it's the same thing over and over. And, doesn't seem like it's getting any better.
0: You know, I think they're putting... They're using big-ass mass ritual spells, dark magic, like, or some shit. You look at, you know, a big-time celebrity die. Somebody get gunned down in the community or, you know, on TV in, in this crazy fashion. Happen to all be caught on camera. Perfect angle. Then it's a hurricane or something crazy. It's like whatever the hell they are doing man it's just some 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 magic type shit that's being put on us to aff- affect our mentality to manipulate our mentality to cause more chaos because really i think our mentality like what i'm really starting to really realize is you know this is this is our world even though we don't have control over this world like nothing happens in the world without uh, without us like, on some level, if you really think about it, that's what it is. Like, even though we are easily manipulated, once we understand that it is something, when we put our minds together, like, something happens. And to what you were saying about how we can change it, you know, I mean, I'm and I'm going to go connect to what your neighbor said, who, you know, you said was black and was asked that question. What?
1: That, you know? That, okay, the guy that was asked that, yeah, he was black, but the, my neighbor is a white dude, but his friend is black.
0: So, yeah. So, that's interesting because, you know, what I really think is really, and, you know, this goes back to, you know, us being really, being manipulative. And, uh, you know, from true, from true experiences, the younger black, quote unquote, black community, man, reality dog, I think what's really going on is like, really, we got to put the TV, we got to cut, let's cut the TV off. Let's, you know, let's, let's really Erase, you know, social media, the news. Let's erase uh, erase all that shit out of our head. You know, I'm speaking to you personally. Let's erase all that shit out of our head and think about the interactions that we have with other young black males. Or even young black, you know, females as well. Think about the shit that we, like, are really doing and what we've been working on. Like, man, most of the brothers and sisters I know, the young ones, man, we are on another, it's just another, it's another, Another level of energy, like we've been working on our diet, a lot more vegan or playing with messing with vegetarianism, a lot more messing with meditation. And so what I think didn't happen is, man, you know, this certain generation of, of, of higher level beings have come back and is activating. So really what we're seeing in the media is they want to make it look like, you know, we're getting gunned down, we're getting treated like dog shit, yada, yada, yada. You know, it's all this racism going on, which it is. It is racism going on, but the reality is is that these motherfuckers can really see us ciphering this energy up, especially the young generation. They can see us ciphering this energy up, and they can, they, they see that you know, this, this shit has flipped. Like, it's, 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 it's slowly coming back to the original man and or woman, and it's because of this generation, uh, of our generation. Look at, look at what we're doing, man. We're we're doing podcasts. We know we got another whole couple other home. You know, a couple other homeboys that's that's doing podcasts, and, and we're just doing different shit. And what I really think, you know, I'm glad you brought it up with, with what your neighbor said. You know, because what that really made me think about is that, you know, the reality is, man, we've been thinking about the same shit, and you know, even within our community, it is kind of split you know we we got people it's like we got people that's so manipulated that it's sickening but in the reality this is what I'm saying and in, in, in the reality if you look at the the the, the other path of it, it's people in our community that's so woke right now that's got idea got more idea like it's 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 all how you it's all how you look at it. It's like the ones that's supposed to know and come together are coming together. Not everybody's supposed to come together. Not everybody's you know chosen well so what I see is I think you know the ones that's Seeing that this shit is fucked up, but that it's, that it's transforming and that's an opportunity for this shit to change and shift for the better for us, I think we I think we realize that. And I think, you know, it don't take that many of us. I think we got to keep pushing through and trying to crack what they're really doing to us and really understanding these psyops because I think we're getting close to really cracking this shit through because we're, we're, we're actually focusing on the right shit because we're not going to beat them. I don't think we're going to we're not going to defeat it. This enemy, um, completely physically. I'm not saying physical combat won't have something to do with it, but I'm saying the way we're going to win it by being eternal beings is tapping into the spiritual realm, focusing on our own energy. You know, focusing on on how we or how we are eating and you know our our discipline, our character, focusing on the spiritual aspects continuing to do that because in my opinion, you know, I think we started doing that in the early, you know, you started seeing that in the two thousand like in the two thousands, but as the time went on, to 2010, 2012, the correlation I'm seeing is I'm I'm starting to see a lot more original people focusing on we're disconnecting from what we were taught in the schools. We're disconnecting what we were taught you know based on medicine and all that. And we're connecting back to spirituality and that and natural natural remedies and stuff but i think doing that is how we're going to win this war believe it or not focusing on how, how like shit like planning on like just focusing on how to how to disconnect from the matrix how do we come together as a community how do we police ourselves because we do we're starting to realize we don't really need you know something like the police we really don't if you think about it we really don't in most our communities we don't need that we're looking at different different ways. And I uh, I think just the thought of the, the, the ideas that we're having uh, or the perspectives that we understand that this shit is shifting and, and like, also coupled with us looking at ourselves and, and focusing on our own health and eating and sleep and, and meditation and all this stuff is what's kind of thrown a loop in this society and what's causing it to shift, I think. That's my opinion. Uh, and that's just my opinion. I think we're doing something right. We got to keep doing this shit and, and take it up another notch. Start fasting and all kinds of shit that we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have done in 2004. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm, that's how I'm looking at it. Shit. Start a damn speed read. Like, you just, you uh, know, shit that we would, that we probably thought was odd that we're now starting to understand is not, that's just the way you're supposed to live. Knowing Gaining knowledge itself So, you know, that's that's my opinion I think, you know, us younger The younger generation, we're doing shit Differently that, and, and eventually Everybody's gonna see What we're doing and respect that And, um You know, we're gonna get Real truth behind what's really Going on and, and our treatment
1: I see, yeah Yeah, for sure, for sure I agree with that uh tenfold um so I wanted to go um moving into another direction, but it ties into this uh what we this uh this this rift that we just had um I know how you were saying, cause we so much we we say so much it it, it sometimes it um my memory passes by me like so because I'm trying to like listen and just look for information at the same time but I know how you know we're we're in this age you know the age of Aquarius and people are coming are coming into enlightenment certain people um and you get these people that have platforms and they they come into enlightenment so to speak you know um You got people like you got people like uh, spiritual uh, soul. Um, You got people like uh, Dolo the the Pilot Man. Did I say that right?
0: Yeah, I think that yeah, it's it's Dolo. Yeah, Yeah, Dolo, Dolo. Dolo. Uh, Yeah,
1: and then you got people like um, Young Pharaoh, and I find it interesting recently there's this young rapper he's uh let me let me see what his his actual age is so this dude is only 17 years old his name is NLE Chopper and recently it seems like he has come into enlightenment um if you look at his social media uh mainly twitter He's just talking about planting, like he's got a garden he's been growing um, at his house, and he's shown it. You know, he's shown him meditating in the in the, like the water. Uh, he's talking about, you know, how, how everything is not what it seems and, you know, to eat better and, you know, and talking about alcohol and talking about the spirit that's within alcohol, Alkun, you know, when you drink. And some people have deemed him, you know, as NLE ch- Chakra, you know, to be funny, and stuff. Yeah. Um, he's only seventeen, though. And the thing is, is that this is a kid from Memphis that raps about nothing but killing in his music. It's murder in his music, and now he's recently coming to this enlightenment, so to speak. And uh, certain people don't like that, you know, Young Pharaoh to be exact, because Young Pharaoh says he's the person he got his information from. And since he has a bigger platform than Young Pharaoh, he took offense to that, that he didn't mention, that he didn't credit him for the information oh, yeah. that he's pushing to the masses now. So
0: go ahead go ahead I was, niggas ain't gonna like what i gotta say about that shit
1: well i, I was gonna say this i'm like you know if he if he does truly feel genuine with what he's doing and he's pushing this like literally showing people that he's growing a garden you know because he we're running out of food you know he talks about that in his tweets he talks about he watched spiritual soul videos so he does shout out certain people um talking about you know how the government's corrupt and lies and shit like he's going there and this again is the guy a kid that only raps about murder and his music so I'm thinking you know could he have seen something behind the scenes that made him do this flip or could he just really just got he just got hit one day with some information and it's changed him and now this is who he is moving forward you know or could it just be a A hoax at the end of the day because of everybody's trying to be woke so to speak nowadays but you would think you would think somebody that's supposed to be for his people and is you know here to spread knowledge and stuff claiming that he's been here before and he's been you know he's uh he's reincarnated and all this other stuff You would think he would be happy that somebody at such a young age, like NLE uh, Chopper, is saying this stuff. I mean, there's people younger than him. I saw in the comments um, on his video, people were saying, or in his live stream, people were saying a kid that's like 13 or 12 years old, I think he's doing YouTube videos about stuff like this. And you would think he would be happy, but he comes off as bitter. You know, he comes off as you know, um, envious because yep. a kid that 17 took information that he supposedly heard from him and he's putting it out to the masses, you know, but, and he has a bigger platform than him. But if you're such, if you're so for the people, why do you, I know credit is important for stuff that you do and stuff. You know, he was saying he's one of the first ones doing this, you know, talking like this and on YouTube and, you know, on the conscious before it yep. became cool to become conscious. I'm like, bro, like you should be happy that somebody his age, somebody is probably like half your age is talking like this. But at the end of the day, he just seems envious. So what is your real? what? What is what are your values truly? So, yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up.
0: I got a lot to say. Um, you know, I'm going to connect a lot of shit into this, too. Um, I know you said a lot of younger people are talking about this. Um, you know, what's really going on? Um is that that spirit is hitting us, man. That spirit is hitting us, dog. So, but, you know, with that being said, it goes back to what was said before, you know, this consciousness shit is going to be the new, uh, the new hip. So, you know, it's going to, it's going to be a lot of niggas that's going to look goofy, trying to be hip and some shit that they ain't really natural with, you know? Um, so a lot of us is, you know, this has just been natural. It's just a natural transition into a different type of reality, and what's going on is a lot of niggas got to catch up. A lot of niggas got to catch up. You feel I me? Mean? We've been on it. A lot of niggas really been on this shit. Like fuck a YouTube and making videos, and it ain't you know fuck all that shit. A lot of niggas really been on this shit. Like for real, you know, really been on this shit um, and understood that So really, what's going on? And we done shit that the niggas got to catch up. You know, they got to catch up. They got to, and a lot of a, a lot of them gonna look goofy, but. You know, I'm not I'm not against him being woke and, and speaking on what he's speaking on. You know, the, the, the reality is like I said, this these younger generations, man, these ain't no slouches that's in this in in these groups, my G. Like these motherfuckers when that spirit hit your ass, you ain't gonna have no choice but to speak on the shit that, that's that's really on your on your on your soul. So that's you know, it's it's an awakening. Um you know how I feel about Pharaoh. Um you know, he can have good, good content, you know, he, you know, he has his place in that community, um, in their community, but you obviously can see in their community, it's a lot of weird shit going on. And, you know, you have a lot of times he does this shit. It seems to me he does this shit when he needs money, in my opinion. Um, he, I mean, I don't necessarily, I I don't, with our podcast, you know, yeah, we're not on, on that platform on that level yet. Um, But I don't really foresee me ever even getting to the level of even having to address other other people on through my through my platform. Like, it's not even about this chatty patty shit. Like, I wouldn't even give a damn if NLE Chopper shot me out or not, because, you know, here's what Pharaoh don't really get. It's like he's stuck in his ego. He talks all this other. He talks all this and that, but he's stuck in his ego. He didn't create. He's not the first to, you know, to think the shit that he's putting out. He's not the first to come up with this type of shit, and no, we're not all individual. Like, where individually, nobody is like a, a superior to anybody else. Well, a lot of us are part of a collective, a sub, a subgroup of, of, of collective consciousness that are able to get that get the same downloads. This is why I don't understand why niggas get on YouTube talking about they made this information. But you know we don't talk. I spoke on a lot of this shit that we haven't made videos on that niggas are talking about, but I would never sit up here and say, the nigga stole my information. How can a nigga steal my information when I ain't even put the shit out? It's clear that something would have allowed him to get the same type of information and idea that I got. And it's may- maybe because we may be in that same type of sub, or in that same type of collective conscious group. dolo the Pilot Man speaks on that. But you know, a lot of these niggas, they, don't, they haven't left their ego yet. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand that shit, you know? You got to got to lose your ego to be able to be a true leader within your community, and you know, a lot of times with Pharaoh, he hasn't lost. He hasn't lost his ego, and clearly, he can see. You can see he's not fit to really, to really be a beacon in any in, in any community. In my opinion, I don't even really pay attention to his shit. Stop watching this shit a long time ago. Like I mean, like so, because I, I I see I see what the shit is about. You know, I see what the shit is about. He's more about his image and his money. Nothing wrong with that. Let's just be real, as you can clearly see. We don't even promote our cash. We don't even have a cash app for our shit. Like I mean, it ain't. I don't even think about no money with this shit, man. It's something I thoroughly enjoy doing. I like putting content out there and you know learning as I go because I understand it's, it's, it's we're traveling. I mean, you know, you just to say you reincarnated and all this and that, yada yada. Yeah, it might be a possibility, but to be honest, let's be real. That's speaking reality with a lot of this shit, my G. You know, I, I just, uh, you know, that that's how I feel about about the Pharaoh thing, you know. And I like the young, the younger young niggas uh, coming out with this type of content. And one person that I, uh, that one of the algorithms threw at me that I you just started following, I actually he had a seven hour video, seven hour long video on some shit that I already knew about Tupac, but I wanted to catch his perspective on it. Cause I couldn't believe he. I think he's seventeen. I couldn't believe that he had. I was like, damn, he's seventeen. I just learned this information in my twenties. He already. He's making seven hour long videos on information that I just like. So he had to know this information. Probably went like he had to know this information. Probably he was like fifteen. I look at this shit like I adore that shit. Yeah, I adore. I'm like, I'm like, man, these young like. Because my little brother, like I tell everybody, like I, it ain't that many people I think can really fuck with me when it comes to you know when it comes to intelligence. But my younger brother, man, this dude is like on another level, and it's just that, it's just uh, the this who we who we are. It's like I, I got my own gifts and talents and traits. Pharaoh has his own gifts, talents, and traits. He just he's in his ego. He doesn't understand that he has his place in, in that in his in that community or whatever or in in this society. And other people have their place. It ain't just about you, but you know, basically I see that he does this type of shit to make money. It's like clout chasing through like the conscious community basically, which is why I stopped really following, you know, I stopped following his shit basically. Uh but yeah, you know, I, I want I wanted to add that about um you know, Pharaoh. Uh but the guy name is uh Von to Cut. Von Tucut. I've,
1: I've heard of him.
0: He's still and like he, he's still he a young nigga. So like he 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 talked with a lot of cussing and I don't agree 100 percent with his views. You know on, on race 100 and but I mean that shit don't. I mean that, that's not the point. I'm not we're not gonna agree on everything. But I definitely would tell you that I recommend you checking him out and with an open mindset. You got to understand. You know he's young too, so he's gonna be a. It, you know, he, he's going to learn as he go, as, as he continues to go. Um, but for him to be at that age, putting information out like that is interesting. You know, it's a different perspective and it's showing you what the fuck really going on. I think showing you just what the fuck really going on. How easy these, these young brothers and sisters is coming out here with, and making a bag while also, you know, doing it in a different perspective, in a different way. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, he ain't, he's not going to be 100% right on 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 everything. Um but like I said, nobody is. Uh but he's one of the young ones too that that's just putting get content out. Um but I think a true leader would you know, not necessarily attack even if even if he didn't name drop you like who gives a fuck, boy? You should, he, if your content is popping, if you feel like your shit is popping, keep dropping your shit. You know what I mean? Don't let that shit Derail you from dropping your shit, but you know he know niggas is gonna eat that shit up because all it is is like we shifted. It's people that's woke, but they woke on a low level, and they still they even though they might be a woke a little bit, they easily manipulated going a nigga down going his live stream and buy a shitty ass book, like shit, like like I mean it's it's the same shit that was like before, but it's it's just you know now it's more conscious. You know what I mean? It's still it's levels to the shit. Yeah. We just kind of went up a level, but it's the same shit. You see some of the shit niggas be typing in the damn niggas don't even know how to fucking can hold a sentence together type shit. So, Pharaoh knows he can, all he got to do is spark a lot of his people, those people, emotion. Most of the people that follow him ain't really, really woke. You know what I mean? They ain't really woke. So, you know, he can spark some controversy. Nigga's about to donate this to cash app, buy his merch or something. So he, he must be—I mean, he must be trying to make some bread, as I look at that shit. But
1: yeah,
0: one last little thing I wanted to say, just um, to add in that I was thinking too about you know the age that we're in and how we don't really know what the time is. And you ain't gonna probably hear this from anybody else, but I'm thinking, man, what if we're in the age of Gemini, dog? I think we're in the age of Gemini, man. For real. I think we're in the age of Gemini, man. I think we're in the. I think. I mean, think about how. Think about how. How, how fucking crazy that shit would be. I think we're in the age of Gemini, and, and that for real. I think we're in the age of Gemini, for real, for real. Well,
1: now, because okay, yeah, I was gonna ask you now what what led you to what leads you to believe that, like what is shown, what has been shown to you.
0: Well, because in all of our reality even in our grandparents, anybody that's a human right now, it's all duality. It's really everything is duality. Everything is duality. You have, even on every level, you have man, woman. You have basically good, bad. You have night, day. Everything's duality. Everything's two sides. Everything's two different sides. And I think the fucked up part that's confusing us is the the technology aspect. But if you really look at the Zodiac, gemini's air right so even if, if we were going into the age of gemini the age of gemini is going to have a technological type explosion as well that's going to be a little bit different than the age of aquarius and um i think look what libra mm-hmm. um so i started thinking i'm like bro you got kanye coming out you know you got kanye coming out he's a gemini you got just the Gemini. Look at the powerful Gemini influence. And I'm, I, I'm on the cusp. I'm, I'm mostly Taurus, but I'm like right there on the cusp.
1: Um, but Taurus and uh, Gemini's get along well. hmm so. And I'm like on the cusp, like I'm. If you, if you born like on that one, it's
0: like that one week that's where that signs transition, and you kind of exhibit traits of both sides. And I think that's why
1: we get along pretty well too. Trump, uh, um, Trump's a Gemini.
0: Yeah, and I'm looking at. The, the 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 impact, I'm thinking, man, we might really be in the Age of Gemini. And I had put that on one of Dolo's things, and I was like, I might have to really look into that, because I don't think, I've, I am always really thinking about that shit. I'm like, every, everything's duality, so what if we really, like, are just in the Age of Gemini? Really? Think about how fucked up, how fucked up the, the timeline would be, like, I mean, damn, bro. I mean, I, <laughs> that was I, I just some think- shit I was thinking about.
1: I think it's, yeah, I I think that's, uh, I think that's a possibility for sure. Uh, Definitely at this time, you see a lot of, a lot of things. um, Like the, the, the people with the platforms, like you mentioned, like a Kanye, a Trump, they're like making headlines every week. Damn near. You know, Kanye, they both trending like every other day, seems like. Um, about the, the double double hurricanes. Yeah, the double hurricanes. Um George Floyd is with the damn the
0: twins. It's like a lot of twin shit going on, bro. I'm like, bro, we this ain't no aquarius shit. What done happened is these niggas done fucked up the timeline, but they done showed us where we at. They done showed us we ain't, we ain't, they don't showed us where we really at. So like now's the opportunity for us to really be, we about to understand where we're at in the timeline. And I think we're not we're not in the age of Pisces or anything like that. And in fact, that shit might not even really be the truth and how we've been taught, but I think it's something it's some type of Gemini influence. Something with Gemini, dude. I mean
1: it's
0: something with Gemini.
1: And 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 then like uh like in uh entertainment and stuff, you know, uh well not entertainment but just like with the, the the whole wearing the 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 people telling you to be yourself, look yourself in the mirror and be that person that you see, you know. Um about people being themselves and not trying to be somebody else. You know, like the how every day we go out before the mask we, we put on a mask for the world. We're putting mm-hmm. on a front for something, you know. That that's not who we really are. There's two two sides of it. Uh, of mm-hmm. who we are of who we really are at the end of the day, um, and yeah, again with like some of the major, the biggest influencers being Gemini. Yeah, I think that does play a factor into what we see, what was going on. Um, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a possibility, man. And for me, like I mean, for me to be a for me, being a, a Gemini and seeing the seeing this stuff, it's like I feel like that's why I can connect to I can connect to a lot of what Kanye says, and even some of the stuff that Trump does, I can look at it and be like, I understand. You know, even if I don't necessarily agree with it, I understand at the, the at the end of the day. And some people would just say, you know, the zodiac stuff zodiac signs they don't believe in it and stuff like that but it's like i think truly i mean you gotta look further into it man you gotta go look at your your birth your your birthday and break down go look into like the um the actual day of you You were born the time everything and you can find out what your life path is supposed to be and read it and if it doesn't if it doesn't um if it doesn't express who you are as a person, then okay, maybe it is bullshit. But I know when I read my shit, it broke me down to a T. So, you know, um, you know, you can take that information for what it is. I mean, right, Type your name into type your name your your birthday. Type all that the day, you know the birth year. Type all that into Google and look at what it means. And tell me it doesn't relate to who you are as a person. You know, so... Again, yeah, like, with these influencers, man, I feel like... That's why I I feel like I got a strong connection to a lot of times with what Kanye says and stuff. And that's why I go so hard against people that try to say he's crazy and shit. Because it's like, I get what he's saying majority of the time. I get it. I do. I just do. I mean... You know, it, even with his latest stuff, he was doing. He was uh, he posted his entire contract, all his contracts, recording contracts with labels. I'm pretty sure that breaks an NDNA clause, so he's probably gonna get hit with lawsuits. But he even posted the um, he posted the number of the 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 head, the editor in chief at Forbes, because apparently Forbes is that it's a white supremacist uh organization, the way they write about black entertainers and, you know, and he was saying how they, you know, they purposely they they did his net worth wrong and stuff and how he's the second, he said he's the second richest black man in America.
0: Dog, the, the Forbes article, because I looked at the Nick Cannon uh, podcast thing. Yeah, I watched that too. Um, and I mean, I don't, I, I, I'll tell you my opinion on it, but Basically, Forbes like we this dude that did a deal with the Gap. Like, I mean, we know like they, you can you can see the deals that this Kanye Kanye's doing, and like Forbes still in the article is like Kanye claims to be worth yada yada yada, and, and it was it was say shit like he claimed to be worth this or he um. Like they were using ambiguous words, like this motherfucker. Like, you couldn't like look up the deal that this nigga just did and put that put two and two together and even lowball them. Yeah, that's what he was saying in the podcast. He was like, "You can look up that even the deals that you can see that that they came out public would still put him at like two or three bill." So if he say he got five bill, I mean at this point, I'm I, I mean at this uh, dog, it's connecting, man. Like for real, like. Niggas don't even know what Kanye and the name mean or Kanye mean. He going to be president. He going to be president, bro. Dude. All the shit is going to be different, it's, man. It, like It's
1: all connected, bro. Like you said, bro. People don't get it, bro. They don't. And even in that po- that podcast he did with Nick Cannon, you know, he wasn't, you know, people calling him crazy and stuff. Now, tell me watching that, did he seem crazy or out of whack at all? He sounded, nah, but that was the- He sounded coherent to me.
0: That that was the, uh, that was the, that was the second, that was the second, uh, Kanye. That was the blonde, uh, the, he had the red hair, the blonde. what do you have? He
1: had the dye on his hair. Yeah, the the, the K- Kanye. That's what, this. that's what he said. Hey, that that's what he said. Yeah, that, uh, bro. They, when they, they put them, they put them in that, that's, uh, that 5150 a couple years back. And yeah. You yeah. sounded normal. Yeah. He sounded, he sounded. to me. He
0: sounded like he knew what he was doing. Like he sounded like he got. A he sound like a fucking like a genius. But then you know, I but I think like I was my, me and my dad was talking about this recently, and I was like, you know, I truly think they got programming. I mean, this guy they got deep shit, deeper shit than we could imagine. But they got probably you know. It's, some high level of programming of any, t- you, you have to be on some type of programming and it's in your contract. I think, yeah, I think to it's be, something to be at his level too, to be a billionaire. You have to be. Yeah. he's You yeah. have to be. Yeah. Like these, even the athletes, they, and I mean, you got to think they've been doing this MK, they've been having these programmer type, um, you know, classified projects that they were working on in like the thirties or forties. We in 2020 dog So, at this point, man, they probably got simple processes to where they can, they probably got little frequency. Basically, what I'm saying is he had to be programmed, but it goes back to him being that Gemini, you know, him having that duality. And each Zodiac has its own own power. And, you know, the power of, of that, of his Zodiac is the, the duality, being able, and that allows allows him to be able to relate with every fucking body. And, but when it comes to the programming, but we can see as you know, the average Joe is we see two different motherfucker perspectives, but, but what was really going on is we're seeing the shit play, play out. We're seeing where they try to program them, but you can only program one, one overall perspective or one personality. And what we're seeing is we see the two different personalities come in and out. That's all we see. And same with Trump too. We see the two different personalities. Cause one, that's why I was telling my dad, I was like, Okay, so he, he got he, he he put the legislation in to have the religious vaccine and waiver. I haven't even gotten vaccinated in years because of because of Trump, because of the shit he put out of the documents you can go and fill out and put and send your word, and they can't say nothing, dog. They can't it's federal. But yeah, he's talking about this operation warp speed with this 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 vaccination shit coming on this year. Like, man, that shit don't even make sense. It don't even make sense, man. But I'm like, man. I don't know, some other shit going on with that, but, dog, like, basically, with Trump, if people understood what, what Trump, his, the, his name means the, the next in line for the Chief DNC. I looked it up, it said, is your Rubian for the next in line for the Chief DNC, And basically, that means to be the next in line, the next chief in line. And you know it's starting to line up. The nigga is worth more than Trump. He really don't be saying no crazy shit. When you think about, it. he
1: just says some shit that just bends what we are, what we accept. I think he does that to get. I mean, he, it's simple. He does it to get more attention. He just says yeah. he just says some outlandish shit, so to bring more people in, and then he says the shit that he knows is important right behind it. Like he'll say he'll say slavery um is a choice but then he'll mention buying land and reparations and you know he'll he'll mention all this shit and he'll talk about you know the 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 prison industrial complex and how that needs to change you know when if he bec- when he becomes president you know what he will want to implement and stuff and i think he might not ever admit it publicly but if i was to ever meet him or something like that i would want to ask him i feel like he's using christianity as a way to bring in more people so when when he does rerun again in 2024 he's going to have a huge conservative following because of that christian faith he might not ever I think he might not ever say that publicly but i think that's what he's doing
0: so you know i think they're lining him up to be the president not this year I mean, he could be, a dis- I still think nothing's out the, off the table. You know, nothing's off the table. Motherfucking Trump could get assassinated and, and Biden can die and some crazy shit can pop off to where, you know, it go to kind. But I, I think he I think he's going to win in a fair race in in 2024. But what I think, you know, that the Antichrist thing got to come into effect, because if you really look at what's going on with how Trump, he kind of just flipped out of nowhere. And now he's talking about these uh, Operation War Speed, saying you know, the military will will implement these vaccines forcefully. And I don't think it's the U.S. military. I think. I, so this is what I mean. I, we don't, man, it's still we still got three, four months left in this year. You know, you got to really listen to what this nigga's saying and you got to really look at the bigger picture and understand that, you know, we've been sold out and in debt to other countries. So, when you know, when you talking about this vaccine shit, you got to really understand it could be anything. You know, he could it, it. could be something to pop off here coming up. How I'm looking at it, to where it ain't gonna be no type of election no more. And you know, he'll be president indefinitely. And the niggas that's gonna be implementing this vaccine is gonna be Russian and Chinese troops. It ain't gonna because I already had niggas that I know in the military so they ain't gonna come through and vaccinate their own people. Think about that shit. Mm. They can't convince. I, I I know people in the military that said that shit. Ain't no way in hell. Nah, dog. I don't see that happening, dude. So I started really thinking. I'm like, oh, they're going to use, like, Chinese shoe. They're going to use
1: this. That's what the fuck about to happen, I think. And, so, and again, bro, like, vaccine, Trump, North Carolina. He's visited North Carolina, like, four times within the past month. And yep. he mentioned, speaking of Trump again, he mentioned that he wants 5 billion dollars from the TikTok deal to teach people the real history of the US so i wanted to bring that into to uh i wanted to segue into that because TikTok just was purchased by um by Oracle with uh Walmart Walmart and Oracle both purchased uh TikTok and um Yeah, this is off of CNN.com and Trump was in Fayetteville yesterday and he said he want he went on to say that as part of the deal, he requested five billion dollars into a fund for education so we can educate people as to real history of our country, the real history, not the fake history. Um. The proposed deal would see Oracle and Walmart collectively taking a twenty percent stake in a newly created entity, TikTok Global, which would operate in the US. And yeah, Trump also addressed education last week when he talked about the liberal indoctrination of America's youth during a the Const- Constitution Day speech. Um oh and here's about this, to get real this right here. Again, with the the word, you'll see it at the end of this quote. In his speech, Trump attacked the 1619 Project, an ongoing New York Times project created in August 2019 on the 400th anniversary of the beginning of American slavery. The project aims to reframe the country's history by placing the consequences of slavery and the contributions of black Americans at the very center of our national narrative. So Trump reacted by saying Department of Education is looking at this. If so, they will not be funded because California wanted to uh, is is planning on including this 1619 projects into their their schools. So, yeah, man, there's a lot with this. And again, narrative at the end of the day, there's a lot with this. uh, this TikTok deal. TikTok is like one of the biggest pla- social media platforms out there right now. You know, it's pl- it's pretty much just Vine two and it's ass. I think. I mean it, but it's it's data. There's it's a lot of yeah. data, and like you said, he wanted five billion dollars for the education fund, and to to use TikTok to do that. So you got this huge platform that a lot of Gen Z kids are using and millennials to promote the real quote unquote, the real history of our country on this app, it's going to be interesting to see how this all transpires because we already know that ads are everywhere within everything we do. You click on something on Amazon, you look on your phone, go to Instagram and you'll see that same product, on your Instagram account.
0: My thing, though, my thing is, like, okay, so when he says the real history, this is what I'm saying. You don't really know with with this dude Trump. You don't know, bro. You don't know. know. I'm
1: Uh,
0: I'm looking at this shit like, I'm looking at this shit from a couple different perspectives. Like, I'm looking at this shit, uh, you know, on on, on the surface, you would hear him say, oh, he's going to not fund them niggas promoting a 1619 project. And, you know, as a quote-unquote black person, you would look at it as, oh, he's racist. But on the other hand, I'll look at it as, okay, why would he fund this project? I don't even, I've never even heard of that project as a black person.
1: I never heard of it either. What the fuck is
0: that? Like, where? who, who agreed upon this? Why would, why should they take that much money for something that we, once again, we didn't agree upon this. Right. We didn't agree upon this. So, why should we be against him not putting money to work? You know what I'm saying? Like, it it could be, sounds like to me, that's, that's another project of indoctrination. That's filled with bullshit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just the, you know, the the whole slave narrative, you know, that's where our history starts. And, you know, and I, I I think, you know,
0: (laughs) man, uh, I do a hell of research and, you know, dog, a lot of that shit was like a story, like the Bible. I don't
1: think people ready for that shit. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people fail to realize that God himself didn't uh didn't write the Bible. A man did. Right. So yeah. Just take that. It's like a
0: story. Yeah, it's a story. Think, think about it. Like you know, why would why would the man why would the not the man because I mean it's it's even deep deeper than man woman. Why would the or your oppressor give you any semblance of truth? Sixteen nineteen ain't really even sixteen nineteen. Twenty twenty ain't even really twenty twenty. I mean, this is the shit. I mean, like, time you know,
1: is a social construct, shit. You know what I you mean? Know, we can we can say that what we can say that today is present, but is it really present, or is it past, or is the is it the future? You know, because I believe that time is non-linear, and right. That's just me. I don't believe in a beginning or an ending, but, you know, who's to say what the 1619, man, you know, that 400 year anniversary, you know, it's, it's big, you know, it's a big number or whatever, but it's not the true history though at the end of the day. And Trump understands that because Trump is privy to a lot of information that a lot of us is not, are not privy to. But if you do enough research on your own, you can become enlightened to it, so.
0: So, I'm looking at it like this. My final opinion is that the two different ways I'm looking at it is, you know, one the, one, the first perspective is, once again, this goes back to what I was saying about, you know, this shit going back in line to being our shit, and, you know, we're about to get a lot more, you know, he, he has access to probably shit like images and 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 like real documents or something in the in the Vatican or or something or paintings, something that we can see that if we was to see the shit, that it give us like you know, it will be mind blowing type shit. Like he probably has access to some type of information that you know is gonna be that's gonna cause an awakening type shit. That could be one thing. So where yeah and then
1: you know, I'm so, talking about like a, a a real image of a
0: black Madonna. Yeah, like you well, know, we
1: already know. That's what I was gonna say. Like he he probably has the the data to if he was to show it to us, the people on the conscious community will be like, this is what we've been talking about the entire time. And now we have proof. Yeah. And- I mean that I mean it's that simple. At the end of the day, it's that simple
0: i'm I'm thinking it could be that it could be that 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 could be one thing
1: like Or the, two or or he he fucking deciphered the um the fucking uh the meddling? the medying what what's it called meta yeah he could have he could have deciphered it
0: or had I'm, I, I'm for real it could be something like that or you know the you know the 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 grim side is that he could basically be trying to basically get complete control of the educational system to give us another type of indoctrination, like some nice Germany type shit.
1: That's possible, yeah.
0: You know, because, I mean, I'm still looking at them vaccines and I'm like, you know, I already know, ain't no way. He, I mean, they, dog, they got him there. They got him there, dog. They got him there. And he's saying this shit. So I'm like, Way in the hell, like it's something I'm missing. So I'm thinking, well, what if between now and then, they China and Russia, they like they're, li- they're liquidating that debt, and we can't give them their money, and they come over and they really run up, they, they, you know, they, they take this land, they, you know what I mean? They start buying states or, or something.
1: Well, I mean, something crazy. We already know China runs everything. If we look at it from a but, but, a higher point standpoint, so yeah, they have the ability to do that
0: but look at this perspective too though this is part of my head look how quick Trump just made a, a Chinese co- company get bought out by a US company look at what you see what I'm saying
1: I think it could be something to where they're doing this in public to make it look like yeah Trump Trump told made them do this and shit but behind the yeah. scenes Trump is their yeah. Trump is their bitch behind the scenes it,
0: it, it, it just seems too easy that, sh- that should seem too easy to me bro yeah it seemed like China was just too... like It seemed like they were too... Uh, too easy to lay down. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm like, they were too easy to lay down. They probably just bringing that same app to the United States and just trying to make it look like, oh, it's not in the control of China, but it's the same app. Yep. The United States is going to do the same all shit and sell your shit
1: to China. All they did was just add a word, global. Yep, I,
0: I mean, and, you know... Here's the thing, man. It's looking more so like you know, this nigga Trump is not. I don't know, man. I don't, I, he's. I think the, I think the negative that pe- people don't look at him. People don't look at him negatively for the for the right shit.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's, shit it's again. Yeah, it's the narrative. It's a. It's the
0: narrative. It's the
1: narrative that's pushed about Trump being a racist and you know a, a rapist and. You know, he's saying if he's had thoughts if his daughter Ivanka wasn't his daughter that he might would date her. You know, he said some weird shit, he's done some weird shit, he was cool with Epstein. I'm sure some of that shit is true, if not all of it is true. But I don't give a fuck about none of that at the end of the day, because we're around people that think and act like him every fucking day. So and we we work with these people. So it's like who gives a shit if he's a fucking racist or anything like that? If he knows the truth and he's trying to put that out there, he's put he's he's uh he's put uh fucking um breadcrumbs out there along the lines. He said certain shit about like we've talked about in previous podcasts, you know, about black people being the real ones that, you know, they built this country. And again, teaching the real history. Again, with his meetings with the black caucus. Again, with him uh, relate, trying to relate to black culture, him being cool with Kanye, saying, I'll let Kanye speak for me anytime he wants to. You know, fully backing Kanye. It's like, is he really what the media portrays him to be or is it all a fucking, is it all fraud at the end of the day? Are they just trying to put dirt on his name because they know he knows the truth and he's trying to put the truth out there? That's just a theory that I have.
0: You know, we have to see. Cause my opinion on him has changed a couple of different ways. You know, like I, I I'm looking more I'm looking at it now and more so as he's about to fuck us, but not the way we think he's gonna fuck us. Cause the vaccine thing, bro, I can't get that off my mind, bro. I'm thinking like I can't get that off my mind, dog. Cause I'm thinking, why do you need troops to enforce this vaccine? Cause you know, if it's true, he knows we're not gonna take this shit. Yeah. If that shit is really true, like, and I'm thinking, well, you know, that our military, like our military, they're gonna be in positions where they're gonna have to fight their own people. They're not gonna like more, more than likely, they're not gonna. That's gonna be dumb to put our own military against his own people. And I was like, oh, we done got sold out. Now China, like now, it ain't gonna be nothing for China to come over here and drop a whole uh, hell, a billion troops, not a you know, a five hundred million troops. Yeah, bigger than our whole goddamn country.
1: What the fuck are we? And then they
0: still them a couple. Of, well, come on, bro. We over,
1: that's one country. I mean, we still we still over here under lockdown. And they over there where it supposedly started partying. Dog, I'm thinking this this could
0: be a global thing. They could use the UN. You know, this this could be a global effort to where like. The globe is coming together to enforce this shit on us as United States citizens, bro. This ain't going to be no war against a country. We about to have to fight the goddamn world, bro. And I'm just seeing this narrative everywhere. Like, I'm seeing people in other countries talking about how, like, now is their time to really shit on us. So, I'm like, bro, it, it can be nothing for, for them motherfuckers around the globe to really push for them to... Niggas will want that shit at this point. For them to come over here and want to, wanna, you know, basically fuck with us. Individual countries at this point, with how we've been portrayed in the media, with this bullshit virus, at this point, it's portrayed as we're the reasons why people, we're the whole reason why this shit has went the way it went, when it didn't even start with us. Now you can kind of see why Trump has kind of put that narrative, because I'm starting to see, like, they could try to play this narrative in the end of where they could globally try to uproot us, dog. Like, I'm seeing people say some wild shit about I mean they always say crazy shit about America, rightfully, so yeah, but you know as Americans, we don't have control
1: of this shit. I mean that, and the, the leader did say when uh Trump killed that what was it that uh that leader in the middle East Soleimani he that somebody uh the dude tweeted on Twitter said they're gonna get revenge,
0: and I know people in the military that you know I, I one one brother in particular, he just had his basic training this summer. And back in uh, June, he wrote it. He was writing his mama, uh, uh, like in a letter or whatever, and was basically saying how, how his his commander or whatever was saying, how we're about to go to war. It's about to be World War III, and it's going to be war with China. And, you know, I, I took it as, you know, they're in, the, they're in the military. They hyping them up and shit. But, you know, this is before. This is in June. So this is before I'm starting to see the shit about the vaccines this is before I'm going start. I'm, it's a cryptocurrency uh, YouTube channel I follow called Crypto Teacher. I highly recommend you check him out because I think what he's talking about is the the most closest thing to what's really going on, dog. Like, this nigga Trump is not a... I don't think he really is a patriot. I think he may have some information that'll help us, but, I bro, I think we've been in this shit so deep we don't really truly understand how fucked we really are. We're about to see how fucked we really are. We we... we we have to fight, and I don't want to be grim, but I mean, even with the astrology, the astrological snapshot and the pictures of what's going on is the same shit, like it was in 17, quote-unquote, the Revolutionary War, 1776. Like, it's the same alignments, and these ain't, we ain't had these alignments since then, so even the shit is saying that we're going to have to have some type of revolution, and I'm kind of seeing this this this, this side narrative align up to where it's like the globe versus the U.S. And really, Trump knows that we're fucked, but we've been so fucking fucked that they had to put Trump up here to kind of make it not look as bad. But it's gonna be so late; these niggas gonna be here trying to give us vaccines and shit. And we're gonna have to fight some motherfuckers off. It could, I mean, that could be that could be really a, pers- a perspective. Cause I think the only truth is the astrology, dog. That's the only truth in all this shit.
1: Yeah. What the stars say? The stars and um. Honestly, I, I feel like uh, to me uh, something that's important is us finding like the true our original uh, language. I think because you know words are powerful and if we can read some of this text in its original format we'll get a new meaning behind it you know that's one of the many reasons why i'm looking into learning hebrew because i want to understand certain things even though even though even though i know like the the, the bible for instance I know it was written by a man, and I know that everything in it is not factual. There is still some truth in it, and reading it in its original format would, I feel like, would open my eyes to a lot more, and, you know, that's something that I, I think that I'm going to do moving forward is learning Hebrew. Um, that's just one thing I'll, for me that I want to do.
0: I'll say this. Um, I'll uh... Regardless if you believe in the Bible or not, I recommend checking out the lost books of the Garden of Eden. It's like, you know, Genesis and stuff like that. And really reading that, man, I read that, um, you know, it's talking about when um, Adam and Eve, when they first, when they were in our Garden of Eden and when they fell, like it was talking about that. And man, like it was like it, it was in, it's, it's enlightening. It's enlightening. You know, if you really read it instead of reading it from a literal context, you read it from a spiritual context, it's enlightening, dog. And, you know, that it kind of blew my mind away of, you know, reading it from reading, reading the uh, Genesis from, from, um, I guess, from a clear perspective. Like, this is not necessarily man. Like, I need to look at more so the plight that he's, that they're going through. Like, there's, like, the, look at it on a big, on a deeper picture. And, you know, it can, it can have some type of
1: significance on, um, you know, how you look at shit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. that's something I, I do want to do moving forward is uh, like, again, reading the Bible and not just the Bible, but other books, other um, ancient books that I can find and just learning. And another thing I want to do moving forward in the future is to travel to these actual locations, because I know it's different when you are there in person as opposed to just reading words off of a page. So,
0: my goal, man, like for real, save my bread up and go backpacking for a couple years and just go through the South, South, uh, Central and South America and shit, taking DMT in the Andes, (laughs) 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 living on my
1: backpack, man. You know, I, (laughs) yeah, man. Like, I was uh watching Mike tyson podcast, man. I'm telling you, like. Man, that's a damn good podcast. Dude, like, you know, people make jokes about Tyson's voice and shit. I'm telling you, dude, like, that dude is, he's fucking, he gets it, bro. He gets it. Like, every episode, it's just like, he shocks me with how much how much shit he understands, bro. Like, he breaks himself down every episode. You know, like, he talks about his ego and shit. and It's like, bro, it's like, dude gets it, man. I know a lot of people just make jokes about him. Again, his voice and him being on the toad and shit. But he's really been one of the people, like, when I, I watch the YouTube, he's really been one of the people that's made me want to do it. Like, because he said, like, he did it at first. He didn't really understand what it was. Um, uh, Talking about, like, the DMT. But he said, you know, once you did it, you do it. It's like it's life altering. And he, the way he looks at his life is different, and he says he's done it over like twenty times now, or some shit. So it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's altered his life, but it's it's helped him in a sense, you know.
0: If, if you need if you need help on understanding what the e- like understanding the ego, how to control it, and you know what it is, definitely listen to Mike Tyson and how he explains. it. And, like, you know, I listen to a lot of what Mike Tyson said about the ego, and I'm, it made me understand, you know. You know, I, I really understand. Because think about his situation. This nigga can kill any man or woman with his bare hands. And he has to walk through every day in life, even as being a nigga in the spotlight, having to deal with motherfuckers, slandering him his name, and he can't do nothing about it. And if he does something about it, on the bigger picture, he had to deal with stereotypes of, of him being a black male, being violent, shit. Like, man, come on, bro. This nigga knows about the ego. Yeah, he knows about. It. He didn't have all the money in the world. For, you know, you yeah. know. Even that nigga Pop said, Pop said he was that Mike Tyson is the most lit motherfucker and multiple people have said this shit Mike Tyson was the most lit motherfucker craziest motherfucker on the planet nobody party like him. I mean I think they said so, his net
1: worth at his highest was like over 400 million at one point
0: yeah so yeah I seen a little they had a graphic that was t- he made I think he made uh, I don't know if I don't even know if uh, Floyd Mayweather has made as much as he's made yeah I don't know I think it's right around the same area it's right around the same so he he made he was on another level mike tyson and um when he was speaking on the toad i actually went back and watched the episodes uh i binge watched a lot of his and here's the thing about his podcast it doesn't matter who's on there and i and i, I can attest because some of the you know people he have on there i didn't i wouldn't necessarily agree with but i would still watch it and it's like it doesn't matter he just knows how to control the whole like him and uh his this co-host they know how to control the the control the podcast yeah they talk about shit that people want to hear like they might have a celebrity on there that might be square but then yeah. they're always going to bring some high level consciousness into that shit yeah like for real and Then
1: they'll have people that you wouldn't think would even understand what he's talking about like a fucking like a marion was up there with his brother and they were talking about how they've done toad well not told they were talking about how they done ayahuasca and all that shit so it's like they already yeah. aligned like perfectly that he knew exactly what mike was talking about most people when they go up there they don't understand what Mike's talking about like half that shit, yeah. like, that shit crazy yeah because it's like i feel like they think it's just gonna be a regular interview and they try to walk on eggshells around tyson because mm-hmm. of who he is but when he starts to talk on the interview it's like he's not that same person he once was
0: he's not gonna hurt you bro like i genuinely, I genuinely feel like mike tyson will not hurt me bro Unless I gave him a fucking reason, you know what I mean? I don't even know the nigga.
1: Yeah.
0: And he done did some shit to where I feel like I can be around him and like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I feel like I wouldn't have to walk on edge. Shit. I don't know him. Like, but I'm just saying from what yeah. I can see publicly. Um and like, you know, I can I, I went back and looked at the episodes when he actually after he took the toad or whatever. And you know, it was it was it was pretty interesting because he was having those moments where he was speaking, and you could tell he was having those spaced out moments. He could still like under the influence of that shit. He was having the moments where he was just kind of speaking on shit and just stopping and spacing out. I know he was re- reminiscing on that trip he had. Yeah, and it's like after that, bro, you could tell after he after he took that toe, he's just different, dude. You tapping the higher levels of consciousness, dude.
1: Yeah, and and to say like again to say like how he had that all that money at that his peak and he's a you know he's a black man in society quote unquote black man in society just think about what Kanye is experiencing who's got what 10 times more fortune than he had you know and that's just crazy it's a fucking it's a mindfuck bro it's a mindfuck. He worth more than Trump. He's worth more than Trump. He made sure to say that, too. Yeah, I'm worth more than him. Like, I believe that. I mean, okay? I fucking believe that. It. Like, like, I fucking
0: believe that. It. Like, like, I believe Kanye might be worth around 10 deals bro. I mean, I
1: mean, that's, that's him, like, letting you know, like, yeah, I'm that nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck what y'all think. Like, I've done it. I got the money. But he's still saying that it's not, even with all the money, it's not what he want. At the end of the day, it doesn't bring you what you want at the end of the day. You know, um he said he thought getting that money, acquiring that wealth, he said it on that Nick Cannon podcast would help people the just everyday people fuck with him more because he he elevated himself to this level of uh fortune, but it didn't. It just made people look become more disassociate uh more Uh, distance themselves from him because they feel like he's so disillusioned and he's not with reality anymore because of how much his fortune is and some of the stuff he says. But I feel like he, again, Gemini, man, you know, duality. Yeah. There's part of him that there's a part of him. That's yeah. That's probably out there and shit. And we get to see that a lot of times, but there's a part of him too, that is grounded and he still understands what needs to be done. Again, his dad was a black panther. Like, I mean, this was in his bloodline. His dad was a black panther. His mom was a uh, a professor, you know, um, they they were in the his family was a part of the civil rights movement. You know, this is in his bloodline and he gets it, you know. Um and he's and if you listen listen to his lyrics, man, from his first album to now, he still talks about shit you know he'll drop some real shit in there. Go listen to crack music, like he's talking about. He breaks down a lot of shit. New slaves, new slaves. The more time passes, new Slaves is gonna be looked at one of the greatest as one of the greatest songs of all time. I don't care what number. No, I don't care. The, with, blood on the leaves. Blood on the leaves, bro. Like the everything he put into that, not just the lyrics, the production. The sample, everything he put into that song, bro, you got to look at how what he did to that. And there's a message within all that shit, bro. It's a message within all of it, bro. Like, so yeah, he makes headlines for some shit he says, but it's like, you got to look deeper than that, man, at the end of the day.
0: He's ahead of his time. I mean, like, you know, at this point, I ain't never, I'm not
1: like- Like building the homeless shit. Like he was talking about building the domes for homeless people and shit. I, I, <laughs> who the fuck thinks like that who what other celebrity you hear saying shit like that bro you don't hear nobody say shit like that bro like this is Dog, I'm yeah. such a big i'm such a big fan of his like his work bro what he's given to like the like planet bro like it's like bro people when he's dead i swear to god bro when he's dead people are gonna dick ride him heavy bro like heavy i'm telling you because he was ahead of, he's ahead of his time, bro, and a lot of shit he's saying.
0: I think, this is what I was saying earlier about we got to watch him, man, because I think, you know, he got so many good ideas that I think once he kind of really let that, once they let him, like, really take the reins, like, motherfuckers are going to be begging to have this motherfucker as president. But I don't know how to, if that's a good or bad thing, man. Cause I mean, it's odd,
1: man. We had some odd shit. I don't know, bro. We need a I, as much as a fan as I am of his work and stuff, you know, um, I don't know if he, I can, I definitely see him becoming president. Definitely. I see that. I don't know if he's the best fit for that. Because I don't, I don't think, yeah. Look at the South Carolina shit. Like, yeah, that's what he like yeah. He folded, he folded <laughs> under pressure on stage. When they were questioning him about his uh his agendas and shit. You know, he kind of folded. And it
0: He's still programmed, dude. Like, that's the that's he still has that programmed aspect. That's what bothers me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So man, we live in interesting times, man. For sure. Yeah, I mean, shit ain't never gonna
0: be the same. I think, you know, really, when niggas say that shit, like I think we we really catching on that this shit ain't never gonna be the same. Like, nothing. Nothing's going to be the same. Like, sports, nothing, bro. Like...
1: Yeah, I agree, man. It's dude, it's so crazy to see, like, this movement, bro. Like, with... Just, like, the Black Lives Matter shit and how it's taking over, like, the planet in terms of just all over in different sectors of everything. You see this hashtag and you see people saying, you know, they support the movement and stuff. But then again... As controversial as it is, the do black ma- does do the people that started black lives matter really give a fuck about black lives? No. They don't. They don't. But you hey, know, a lot of most, people don't realize that, they don't understand it. They don't it's so deep, they don't they can't process it. Like I'm telling you, man. But
0: the most interesting thing that you said though that actually for me shows a lot of the the other times that's more subtle, though. Once again, it goes back to what you were saying about your neighbors, bro. The fact that the white man asked the black man how he felt about th- that right there. Dog, that right there. Think about it. Yeah, that's the that's the deepest shit that right there. I was like, oh, because, you know, I when they when George, you know, I, I my perspective on George Floyd is totally different than, you know, the average person, but that's what I was trying to, like, what I'm, what people don't need to understand, like, this year I've had a lot of, like, even a lot of co-workers, like, that whole week, man it was getting overwhelming how many people is coming up, literally asking me are you okay? Hey, ain't that that ain't, ain't the
1: worst shit ever, bro, like, it's like, just because I'm black, it was, like I gotta be yes. go-to nigga that you gotta ask this shit to It
0: was bad, but look at it like this, though I'm not I'm not for I'm, I actually hated that shit because how I look at it is these motherfuckers are looking at me like I'm a thug you know what I'm saying like yeah. nigga I don't need I don't have no run-ins with the law in fact it'd be man these my mother- I done got away with some crazy shit oh yeah like you know speed like speed and this shit like you know it's crazy shit like that. oh
1: yeah dude we got away with some shit bro like especially in college yeah. bro yeah so that's why we trying to tell people the narrative on what was really happening is they try to put this shit in the media.
0: Like, okay, yeah, niggas really dying, but really it ain't like that, like that, like, you know, so, but it made me feel like, you know, that perspective, but I understand that you got to understand dog, like we are eternal beings. Like
1: yeah
0: the media, they, they got shit in place to be their own enemy. Like the media has taught them lies just like it's taught us lies. What it's done is just taught. They believe the shit. It's their society. Yeah. So I started to understand. Oh, this is how I looked at it. I looked at it as how I need to interpret this shit. Is these motherfuckers can actually see that as some. I, this is how I looked at it. I didn't look at it so much as they're clumping me up as being like, like you know, a thug. I looked at it more so as now these these niggas can finally. Consciously understand it. It's some weird shit going on. They ain't never gonna understand what's going on with us, dog. It's not meant for you know the, the average white man and white woman to understand what's really going on yeah. with us.
1: Yeah,
0: they ain't never gonna really understand that. But the importance of this shit is that they know it's some weird shit going on. So, and what's gonna happen is, you know, in this political war, one side has pulled the ultimate Trump card. And what they did is they ciphered a certain level of energy, I think, to try to get our vote. When it ain't even gonna get it, it ain't gonna work. It ain't even gonna work. What it's done is it's opened, it's sparked its, a its spirit, a global spirit that's kind of caused this transition to speed up and to back into our world. Now, niggas actually, people are actually, yes, yeah, racism still going on, niggas still dying, but people, Understand, like you know, they starting to see, bro. They starting to see. We're not going nowhere. but we strongest that we probably ever been. Ain't nothing they can do about stopping this. Shit. They basically, in a way, are kind of bowing. Some people are bowing gracefully,
1: dog. Like, this is what I, this is how I'm looking at this shit. Yeah, we don't bow it out. Yeah, we, we don't die, we multiply.
0: Yeah, they getting tired of it. They we done came back with oh, this these generations that got came back stronger and stronger and stronger. And they done came back more fucked up, more fucked up, dollar done collapsed, economy done collapsed. They already done poisoned the water, poisoned the sky, gave us vaccines, and we done came back stronger and strong. ain't nothing they could do. Genetics, they got their last in the trunk.
1: Genetics is a motherfucker, ain't it?
0: Yeah. So, but they done, they done fucked around, and they done basically sped the shit up. Probably on purpose, but basically they hit the self-destruct button to spare that shit up. Spare they spare their own destruction up, and the reinstallation of our shit. But a part of that is, is is these motherfuckers are finally gonna be able to understand somewhat of our perspective, and the fact that we've been that we are the chosen ones. That's what they that's what they seeing. Oh yeah, they starting to finally understand that we are the ones that they talk about in the book. It's starting to make sense. They
1: fight it, even been fighting it so bad. But it's like, can you they, at the end of the day, it's like, can you blame them for fighting it, though Because they are dying off. So
0: it's the yeah, I mean like
1: they don't but on, they start to see. Yeah, they 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 understand. It's, I mean the, the people at the top understand it, you know. Um why do you think we're why do you think we're involved with everything? Like why every single thing we're we're so disrespected on a daily basis, but for this this fucking corporation to run properly, we have to be involved. So do you truly hate us or do you love us at the same time you love hate it's a love hate relationship because you envy us but you hate that you aren't us at the end of the day you know you love us but you hate that you're not us at the end of the day so you do everything to try to destroy us but in the end you know you can't do it because you would cease to exist
0: it can't be done, bro. It's like, you know, you got to live. You got to damn basically have us here without us being here.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, but, you know, we got to keep keep it pushing and stay vigilant through all this shit. Because
1: there's some, some odd times. Absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I think that's a good stopping point for this episode. Um, and I just wanted to say, was there anything else that you wanted to touch on?
0: Um, I, early, I forgot to add in when I was watching the baseball game, I always want to ask you about this dog. Okay. When I was watching the baseball game, I realized that people could pay for cardboard cutouts of their face and they put the, they put the cardboard cutouts in the seats, the like resemble like
1: if it's fans sitting in the seats you get what i mean i seen that i seen that in the uh nfl they doing that too at the stadium i didn't didn't realize who it was i just thought it might just be pop you know cultural people pop uh fucking influencers they just put their faces there you know just for entertainment purposes i didn't know it was actual people buying those yeah, buying those I, but you know in the NBA I think in the NBA you know they actually got the fans there through video
0: yeah so it doesn't
1: look as weird but I mean yeah to buy a, a cardboard cutout of yourself to put yeah that's I mean that's weird to me but you know I don't know
0: the last thing the, the, the one of the Braves players because I was uh, it was the Atlanta and uh, New York Mets game so they had the cutouts and shit, it took me a, a while to realize what the fuck it was. And then, you know, I figured it out. Then the guy hit the home run, and I was like, what the fuck? It looked like it was fans in the stands. I'm like, well, why they got fans right there? But got cardboard cutouts everywhere else. But them fans are standing real close together. Come to find out, it was like a virtual reality section of like a virtual reality fans. And on the TV, bro, when he hit the home run and when they panned the camera, like, showing the home run going out the stadium, I thought it was fans, like, celebrating and shit. And, like, you know, later in, like, the next inning, they actually showed that it was, like, a virtual reality, like, it was fake fans, basically, that looked real. But when they showed, when they zoomed in and showed you what it was, you could tell it was, like, you know, some some PS4, PS5-type shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, bro, this shit is weird, bro. <laughs> this shit is too weird for me, bro. I just want to watch the damn game, bro. This shit is too weird, dude. Oh
1: man, yeah, that. You know they were um in the Eagles game. They were, I think Carson Wentz was playing bad, and they actually were booing him. They put they, <laughs> they put they put a fucking they put a fucking booing uh, laughing track. While he was, Damn. yeah, not. I mean, a booing soundtrack because he was playing bad at the moment. But uh yeah, man, it's weird, bro. I mean, but then again, it's like it's the future at the same time because it's different. Yeah, it's like moving forward. Everything we already got everything in the palm of our hands, but it's going to be taking a step further with um, VR, VR, virtual reality. You know, once that comes into play, will people even go to actual games anymore? When you can just, you can have it there on you, just at your crib, you just put on a fucking headset and you're in the game. I think,
0: man, they may make the ticket prices so, like, going to the game may just literally be, like, a rich person thing, right? Yeah. Only people at the game are, like, literal, like, celebrities. Because what I think, man, you know, in my opinion, I only like watching games from home from the comfort of my own home or somebody's, that's you know, a, apartment or some shit. That's what I'm saying, Kick bro. Like,
1: it, I ain't got to pay $8 for a beer. Yeah, bro. It's like, yeah, I like going to tailgates and shit like that. But it's like actually going and sit for the game. It's like, nah, dude, I just rather watch it on my fucking 60 inch OLED 4K TV. Like, what the fuck? Right? I yeah,
0: I don't. <laughs> ain't got to worry about traffic after your team lose. Exactly. Come on, right bro. If I'm fucked
1: up, now I'm just at least I'm fucked up at my crib, you know. So, yeah, I see it like it is the future. I see it as like niggas ain't gonna
0: really. They're gonna have to damn pay people to go to games, but what's gonna really end up happening is gonna be more so like a damn celebrity showcase. So like the only celebrities is gonna be it's gonna be literal celebrities, like, and it's gonna be a big ass showcase. Niggas going to be watching that shit from home. And hell, if you got the money, I guess you'll go catch a there. Yeah. I think that's, you know, that's that's how I can see it. That's really how I can see it. That word. That's what makes sense to me because I don't really, I never really was, only thing in my mind, this is the only game I want to catch. I was thinking, okay, one of these years if I pop, if I had some, uh, you know, money and I got comfortable or whatever, I would want to catch the college football playoff. Like, you know. The national championship in a semifinal game. Yeah. That's it. Just just to say I did it. That wouldn't even be no type of thing. I want to keep doing like just to say I did it. But if I don't do it, then I'm not gonna I'm not missing shit. I like watching the shit from home. True. That was that though. I was wanting to ask you about that because I thought that shit was crazy.
1: Yeah, I think it, I think it is kind of weird, like, how they do that. Um, I mean, I, th- I think the way NBA has it is better. But then again, you know, NBA is more of a confined area as opposed to a football field w- with those uh, jumbotrons that they use, the big monitors. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, uh, for me, in closing – there was one more thing we could have talked about, but I mean, we're about to hit the two hour mark. It's like the leak of $2 trillion of possibly corrupt U S financial activity. Um, I mean, I feel like we could touch on that, but then again, I would want to go more in depth on that. So I think we could probably touch on that on the next episode. Um, yeah, but yeah, man, in closing, Shit. The only thing I have to say is just to remember to, uh, you know, use to the people listening to the audience, you know, remember to use common sense with everything you're doing, you know, still remember to social distance, you know, um, and just uh, protect you and yours, you know, your you and yours, man. You know, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, protecting you and your family. Um, and yeah, just, uh, move forward with positivity. I mean, the future seems bleak at times, but I do feel like there is light at the end of the tunnel, you know, um, we're just going through a really fucking, a fucked up time right now, but I think change things will change. It's sort of like with the economic cycle, you know, when you're at that, the part of, um, you're at the highest point, and then you go all the way down to a depression, then come up to the recession, and then you're back at the highest point again. That's how it is with this this life thing. So, uh, so yeah, that I think that concludes episode fifty one of the Divine Council podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you didn't enjoy it, you know, let us know in the comments. Um, let us know on SoundCloud in, in the comments because we're, we're always open to constructive criticism. If you want to contact us on social media, you can reach us on our SoundCloud, which is Divine Council Podcast. Uh, you can reach us at Twitter at Podcast Divine. You can reach us on Instagram at Divine Council Podcast. Uh, the podcast is available wherever podcasts are available. So any major Uh, platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and many, many others out there, we are on it. So, yeah, once again, you know, we're just going to keep moving again with positivity and, uh, you know, continue to give you guys the information we think is valuable and that can apply to you in your everyday life. And, uh, yeah, we're all going to continue to grow, and uh, we live today for a better tomorrow, you know. Um, And like I do at every episode, I would like to leave the listeners with a quote. And I think this quote should be about loving yourself. And the quote is... Let me see what I can find. This quote is from Aaron Lauritsen. Yeah, Aaron Lauritsen. The quote is, the struggles we endure today will be the good old days we laugh about tomorrow. End quote. And on that note, we are out. Peace, Peace, y'all.